0: just like having this picture about I cannot set goals because I never reach them. Also, maybe you set too high goals and, and it's not any problem if you don't reach
1: Hey, hello everybody. This is Doug Bennett on my goals do come true podcast, a weekly catch-up on, on goals. And we're gonna pull various people in from across the world and see what their take on goals is and how they've used them to, you know, develop their careers and, and stuff. And and this morning I'm I'm joined by Petter Eric Nivoll. He's got a bit of a story. He's all over the place. Been here, been there, and got lots of t-shirts. Petter, thanks very much for joining me this morning. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your awesome business, where you are at the moment, a little bit of background, how goals fit into your world.
0: Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. So thank you so much for yeah, doing that. Right now, I'm in Vietnam, uh, 100 meters from a beach. I lived here for like three and a half year now since uh, end of 2017, moved there because I'm from Norway, so I was uh, didn't feel I was fitting in in the Norwegian society, so I need to try something new. I will start with a funny story about the goal setting. Why I'm here when you talk about it? Because I took a NLP education for some years ago on NLP school in Norway, and I also know the the owner of this school. Yeah, so so I'm teaching sales and marketing and also. Helping people from go if you're a coach or consultant and you want to take your business from being physical, like doing meetings, going to offices and want to do it more online, we are teaching this thing. So this NLP school also contacted me and uh, because we are friends and asked me if I can help them to make the NLP school into an online school. So I did that. They needed someone to do the, be a coachee. So I was a coachee on an exercise. If you heard about the Walt Disney's, like going from step to step. So I did that exercise and my Walt Disney thing or what my thing was like to moving to a warmer country and I had all these challenges with like uh, my girlfriend has uh, two kids. There was halftime with us and halftime with the father. And there was like, uh, we didn't have a business. I went bankrupt the year, year before, so I didn't have any money. I didn't have any business. I didn't know how to do this. I just had a dream to live on a beach and also a goal to live on a beach. So we, the coach, the coach did, did this to me and went through this exercise. And, and the funny part, this was a part of the, of the school curriculum. So they used my coaching. And one year later, someone contacted me saying, hey, I'm going to this school now, and I know you. And we had a colloquially group. We had a group with the rest of the students, and we watched the video with you. And they asked we, I asked them, so do you think this guy can move to a warmer place? And they say no, he's just overthinking He's just out, out there. There's no way he can do that. All this problem with school, the kids, all this problem with money. Doesn't He's just like living on the sky. He can never uh, do this thing. And then the, and then this uh, friend of me who, who was in this group said, "Yeah, but you know, this is one year later after this was played in, and now he's living in Vietnam with all the family." So that's a good story about goal setting. And if you just set the intention and the goal and the dream is. Possible to get there, impossible to,
1: yeah. I I, I do like that. Little stories like this get my, you know, my goosebumps going. You know, people challenging you on whether or not actually this goal-setting thing works, you know. Mm -hmm. And and there was this skepticism within the class that, you know, oh, yeah, well, he just did a video for us. Yeah, nothing's really, really going to happen. But you actually made it happen. And less yeah. than a year later. Now, a lot yeah. of people would have a, a lifetime goal to be a hundred meters from the beach. But you're actually just a year later and you've had it for three and a half years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's good. So, so people, it works. It works. So did you did you write the goal down or was it, you know, was it just visualization that that worked for you? How did how did you make it manifest?
0: I know that is not the right way of doing it, but I'm more like visualization. I'm not so good to write things down. I never write things. It's like one, um, I just visualize everything in my life, but uh, I visualize it so deeply so I can see it really in front of me. So also the house we got when we moved down, I just saw it. I also did a goal drawing, but I did an online platform to make a, a goal for This is just back last year because we're living on a beach. We want to upgrade our life. We want a bigger house. We want to find a place we can live. And for us, it was like no place where we had in the mind how it should look. But we we find some picture online. We draw it up. We had it on our computer. And one weekend, I was just driving uh, driving with my scooter because here in Vietnam, we don't drive cars. We just drive scooters. And I just saw a house. I never seen it. It was just like one kilometer from my living. And I've been driving around all the time. Like, what is this? I never seen this house. And I just looked at it like, wow, this is exactly what we need. It was a big house. We could have a studio because there I am now in the in my studio. It was a bigger place, like five, 600 square meters. So I think also when you visualize or you set the intention, you're finding it in front of you. Like so, it goes so fast sometimes with goal setting.
1: I like that, I like that. There's, that, That that that's a big thing, visualizing, you know, seeing, having pictures. You say you put it on your computer, well that, you know, that's still sort of drawing it in and that's the important thing about this, but you need to know what it is that you're looking for. And the madness is, you're just going on your scooter, you're riding around, and there it is, the thing that you want. Now, if you hadn't had any kind of intention desire or thought process hmm. you would have just ridden past that place day after day after day after day but because you visualized it it sort of just probably out of the corner of your eye just grabbed your attention and drew you towards it
0: yeah it's so true
1: yeah it's uh, uh, i mean and that is what goal setting is all about so tell hmm. us about your business so you were you were bankrupt I mean, you know, I was on the edge of bankruptcy in 2010 and, you know, it took me 10 years to sort of work things out and, and it for it to feel like it's come good. Did you go bankrupt in Norway, you say? Yeah. I Is went that why you had to leave? <laughs> no, I know.
0: Uh, no, sometimes I'm asking me this question, did I try to run away from something? <laughs> but no, I didn't do that. So I had a company that we started in 2012. It grew really fast. and we was promoting international speaker and in, yeah, like goal setting or personal development, business development. And we had a team of 10, 10 people, but we was growing too fast. So we went terrible bankrupt. It was bad decisions me. I'm not a manager. That's something I learned. Now I have someone managing my company or our company. And of course, after that, I was hurt. I was like, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 22. And this is like 2015. So I was like, I was like, oh, I am not an entrepreneur. I can never succeed. I'm not. I, I had this. It hurt my yeah, my confidence of what yeah. I'm doing. So I had this challenge myself and I was discussing, should I take a job? I tried to do go to some job interviews to get a regular job. And I just felt in my stomach like, no, this is not you. You can't do it. You can't like have an eight to four job. It doesn't work like that. So. I was selling tickets to, like I told you, I was selling tickets to Tony Robbins' event mm-hmm. and all this thing. So many people lost their tickets, but I figured out that I need to save this because that was my, but what, what I done like building up the credibility. So I did one year working for free just to make sure that everyone gets a ticket to the event they bought and all this thing. So I didn't have any. There were some hotels and things like that lost their money, but mm-hmm. persons didn't lose their money. They get what they bought, even if I didn't need to do it. So then I figure out. I want to start a business with just me because I know I can sell and market. Also, my girlfriend, she's a good marketer also. So we just said, us two, she's a good copywriter. I'm a good salesperson. And I had this dream to move to another country. So I figured out I need to start a business where where I can just work from everywhere. So I started an online business with sales training. And what happened is like, it went quite good. We sold a lot of things. But people start to ask us, how did you do this? So, before we had succeed by ourselves, I started to teach people how to succeed online so the so after like six seven months, the business turned over to being a sales trainer to be more like a sales and marketing coach so now we are teaching sales and marketing to most in most in Nordic countries, but we also have quite many clients in u k and and Edland is the growing market for us. So we are teaching how to build an online business with a knowledge. It could be, like you say, goal setter. We have golf coaches. We have tennis coaches. We have uh, horse coaches. We have dog trainers. We have all kinds of... If you have something like even uh, historic art, we have someone succeeding on selling that online. So so what we are doing, we are helping them to create an online course or online program or online thing and also yeah, we just say it's a marketing Facebook ad, YouTube ad. So the whole process is what we are doing. So
1: yeah, okay. And this this obviously works because you know you you were trawling the web and podcasts, and you came across me and you reached out, and here we are. So you <laughs> yeah. you, you know obviously the research side of things works. So that that that's really really good. And so you you were selling Tony Robbins tickets, and mm-hmm. you, you you told me that you've been every year, to a Tony Robbins show, I suppose it is, almost these days, or as conferences. Yeah. Would you suggest that that's a good idea for people? Tony
0: Robbins is a Kickstarter to get into personal day development for many, and he was that for me. And uh, if I look back before I went to a Tony Robbins event, I was like the insecure guy who always... I always with making money. So I went. To, if I was out and partying, I always spend a lot of money on my friends because I think if I do that, they will feel like I'm a cool guy. And what changed most with me when I'm coming to Tony Robbins is like I'm doing things for myself. There's no one. I don't need to show off. I don't need to to show that I'm something. It's the same thing now. I'm building a business because myself and my life and what I like to do, I don't care. Of course, I want to deliver results and deliver good products, and that's a part of it. So for me, it was, uh, I don't know when it happened, but around that time when I went to Tony Robbins, I went going from, I need to show off, I need to show how cool I am, how much money I'm making, how successful I am. I went from that to just think, I, I don't need to show anything to anyone. I can just go on the direction I want myself. And also that's when I... When I stopped doing computer company and started to do personal development, that was also crazy idea. No one did personal development in Norway. Like I was going to start up, it was like so everyone said like this will not succeed, and it succeeded, but we went bankrupt. But that was not because of the business; it's because of me like doing wrong decision. So um, yeah, so for me Tony Robbins we, was a big thing. Um, I also been to business master. I have been to his. Um, what you call it, like his mastermind. Yeah, a one-year program when I was traveling with Tony Robbins back in 2009 together with him and a group of 100 successful entrepreneurs. So, so, yeah, and also getting into this. So I know like entrepreneurship or if it's entrepreneurship or if it's like working alone like you are doing and also I'm doing, it's so lonely. So just be around people who understand it. It was like my biggest takeaway from it, it was not like uh, – Eating dinner with Tony Robbins was cool, but it's not what I have memories of now. It's just like there is like-minded people. And I think that's, I'm not talking about that now, but that's one of my passion. I think whatever you are doing, uh, if you find someone are doing the same like you are doing, if it's a hobby, if it's something you do or whatever, it's like you get connected and people understand you more. So being in an environment with like-minded, I think it's really important. Also for goal-setting.
1: I like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I have a group of peers that, you know, I aspire to be like some of them. And I know that there are others that aspire to be like me because I'm a stepping stone to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you so, know, we need to be surrounded by 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 people, good positive people as well that, you know, yeah, lift you. One of the questions I ask my guests, we call them big, hairy, audacious goals, bags they're called. Have you got any big hairy goals that you're going for at the moment? You mentioned a figure that you're going to try and turn over. Tell us a little bit about that and how you think you might put that together.
0: Yeah, the long-term goal for my company is like to be the biggest company in Europe doing what we're doing and I have a goal to reach like yeah, 15 million euro in like 8-9 years time and have a turnover on like 20%. That's my big hairy goal. Mm-hmm. I also have a goal, because now we are living here, but I also have a goal to travel around the world and see as many countries and places. I already have a list on every places I want to visit, and, and I think I need to be 125 years old to reach all these places. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and also this COVID thing stops me because I cannot travel now. Yeah. So I'm losing time to reach yes, all these places. Yes. But I do like...
1: 50, 126 yeah. years then.
0: Yeah, years, yeah. <laughs> And this year, we have... We so when you talk about goals, I always set a goal since I started this business to double every year, and we have done it. We have doubled every year, even if it looks like uh, coming to October, November, December, it doesn't looks like we are going to reach it. But in one other way, in the end of the year, we reach almost our goal. So so this year is the first year we don't say double. It's like we had 1.3 million euro last year, and now we want to reach two million euro, but still a good goal if you look at we mm-hmm. are five years company and getting up there. And also, I want to say like about goals, because the negative effect on goals, when I talk with other people on goals, they say like, I stopped setting goals because I never reached them. And I'm like, yes, yeah, so what? It's like, you set a goal, but sometimes I don't reach my goal, but I'm almost there. What I realized with a lot of goal setters, like they look at not reaching a goal, like be a terrible person, like don't succeed in life, but it's still just a goal. And it's something what drives me in the right direction. So if I don't reach 2 million this year, I'll not like say, oh, this year was a terrible year. I will see all the possibilities, all the things we did. And of course, I want to reach it and I'll do everything I can. But but just like having this picture about I cannot set goals because I never reached them. Also, maybe you set too high goals and and it's not any problem if you don't reach them.
1: Well, no. Or, I mean, you know, how, how how awful, and I'm being dry here, how awful would it be just to hit 1.6 or 1.8 or 1.9. Oh, I failed because I didn't hit 2 million, but I'm still considerably further forward than I would have been if I didn't have the goal. And that's another thing. It's like, you know, it isn't a failure. You know, not hitting your targets if your targets are goals-based, it's like not in, not hitting it is is not the end of the world because you're always going to be so much further forward than you would be without them.
0: Just like setting the direction in a way when you have a goal. So, yeah.
1: Excellent. No, that's good. Anything else that's going on for you at the moment? Yeah, I mean, you you know, tell us a little bit about your business. It's awesome. Now give us the web address on this because this was a clever one when, when, when I saw this. So it's awesome.com. Okay. Spelt A W E S M dot com. Okay. There we go. So you need to look. Enter up on, on awesome.com, and it's not mm. A-W-E-S-O-M-E, all right? It's that shortened version, but we'll make sure that that's in the show notes. Is there anything else? I'd like to ask people, is there you know something that we've not covered, a thing that people need to know about goal setting? I mean, you touched on it then, you know, it's never, ever a failure. A nice little nugget on goal setting that we haven't touched on. Uh,
0: no, but uh, I want to tell about what happened to me the last two, three weeks, I come up with a new business idea that I already started on. And uh, and this was, so um, before I had an African girlfriend, she was from Kenya, and I had this big dream of building a, a resort down there where I could bring Scandinavian down and we can have events and have business event, personal development, and all these things. So, so this, I've gone around, and I never... Stop thinking about this idea. It's always come back and forth, like never been the right situation. Never, we even was in Africa one time with my girlfriend, I'm living together with now, and her kids, and looking at a place we maybe could rent or something. But it's like just come back and forth, and and just for like, yeah. And for some years, I've been thinking about starting a co cool working space, especially for coaches, consultants, and this thing, like, uh, and uh. And doing it maybe here, down here. And for just like four weeks ago, someone said, have you looked at the place on the beach? It's just 100 meters from me. It was a big disco, like it, like 1,500 square meters. So I just decided now we are writing the or having the contract and building a co-working place. It will be my biggest or most expensive project ever, like an entrepreneur. But we are a big building now, right on the beach, uh, 50 meters from the, the sea. And building a yeah, co-working for a place. So that's my new project. And that's it's cool. also cool because sometimes I've been thinking about this idea. It will never happen so far. But it's just like having it unconscious in mind. If you have a dream and never give it up, just have it there. Don't need to rush it. No, don't need to stress it. Because I think so many try to stress their goals also. Sometimes it's not the right timing. It's not the right place. But one day, if you just have it behind there, it's coming to happen.
1: I like that. I like that. So a co-working place. So you're just going to pull lots of little businesses in and they'll be just down working on the I mean, you know, anybody listening to this, think, tell me if there's anything better in the whole wide world than working 50 yards away from the sea in Vietnam, where it's pretty much always warm. You know, we've just had the worst storms You know, just like 20 minutes of hail, you know, frozen rain in the tail end of May. Now, so what's not to love about the idea of working on the beach? You've got me. You've got me. If If I could work out how to do this business all online, I'll be down there renting a space. That's for sure. But let, my, us, like let that. us have my, a chat outside yes, this. Uh, yeah, I guess, we'll have so a I chat don't. afterwards and see how it can all work out. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Vietnam last year for you know a bit of a tour, but unfortunately, events overtook us. Let us just say that. Yeah. But that that yeah. that's still in the in the frame. Well, that's a good one. So so what we had there was a situation of like just you know having the goal, visualizing it is one way of doing it, writing it down is another way of doing it. I sense that you use computers a little bit because you said, you know, there's pictures that you you pull together. So you've got to have those somewhere. I mean, you can't just keep everything in your head. But it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to have a deadline on it. It can it ebb and flow, it can ebb and flow in your mind, in your subconscious. And you never know, something will just happen and it will come together. So that's, that's a really, really great way to bring this episode to a close petter i i I have to thank you for reaching out hunting me down on linkedin as it turns out it's been a pleasure having you on board and you know i wish you every success with hitting your two million euro target for the end of this year Uh, but shucks you know if you're a little bit short that really really doesn't matter i hope you rent your place out really really quickly so that you can you know that will all work for you And certainly want to see you, you know, going around seeing as much of the world as you possibly can. I didn't realize there were that many countries out there that it would take us until we were 125 to reach them all. There are so many places in each country also. (laughs) There is that. (laughs) There is that, yes. So anything, just before we head off, anything you want to share? Anything
0: that you, you know... No, I'm just, thank you for inviting me and like... uh, it's so nice to speak with you or so naturally so funny way of uh, having a podcast so <laughs> I also share it with me and I will share it with my audience also so I wish awesome. you wish you good luck with your podcast project and if there is anything I can do for you or some of the listener just contact me
1: so yeah we'll make sure that your details are in the show notes thank you very much for joining me today thank you Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk.